How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The Hawks about ready to honor one of the greatest they've ever had, Chris Chelios. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest defensemen to ever play the game. Definitely the greatest American defenseman to play the game. Chelios trying to move along the boards. Stop Lebeau. The Canadians will win the Stanley Cup. You know, he could play defense, offense, tough as nails. Chelios, incidentally, I mentioned during that big post-game brawl in Montreal that there was a trail of blood on the ice. It was from the hand of Chris Chelios. He wasn't playing within the rules. He's going to play on that fine line. He knew what the edge was. He knew how to play on it. Chelios going at it behind the play. It is Eichmann, I think. Look at Robert and Chelios one-on-one. Now Chelios taking a swing at Hatcher. That would be ill-advised to Chelios. The passion that he plays with the game. I mean, he just couldn't get enough of this guy. The Chicago boy, Chris Chelios, who has just been spectacular with a heavy workload, and it seems that the more he plays, the better he gets. I'd like to thank the Blackhawks organization for bringing me back home. And now it's time for the BetMGM special honoring the Hall of Fame career of Chicago Blackhawks legend Chris Chelios and retirement of his number seven jersey broadcasting live at Kaiser Tiger located at 1415 West Randolph brought to you by 670 The Score and BetMGM, the king of sports books. And now let's get to your hosts, David Haw and Mark Grody. Happy Sunday, Chicago, and welcome to a special Bet MGM broadcast on 670 to score. We are at Kaiser Tiger, 1415 West Randolph. I am David Haw, along with Mark Grody, and it is a, it is a celebration of Chris Chelios. They will retire his jersey, number seven, later today at the Hawks and the Red Wings game at 5 o'clock. The ceremony is at 315. You do, want, you do not want to miss it. 
You don't want to miss it. It all started for Chris Chelios right here with a $5 pair of skates his mom's bought for him at Ace Hardware in Evergreen Park and culminating later. When they raised number seven to the rafters, the kind of hockey immortality everybody dreams about when they put on the skates for the first time. And Chris Chelios, the man of the hour, joins us now. It is his day, and he's taking a few minutes out of that to join us to talk about it. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? And I have to apologize. I couldn't make it down there today. I'm kind of busy. <laughs> kind of busy. You've been kind of busy. You've been the man about town, loving all the, the places you've gone and all the people that we know are coming today. Chris, I guess as you reflect, before we get to, you know, obviously some of the, the, the nuts and bolts of the ceremony, what are you proudest of as you reflect on your career as you have spent the past week or so doing? I mean, I, for me, it's always been about my teammates, you know, my family, and, and now in this case, the whole city, Chicago, and the fact that, you know, I've mentioned before, I'm only one of two Chicago athletes to ever have their jersey retired in their hometown along with Dick Buckus. So, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Uh, destiny, fate, I, I, I like to say a lot of luck, too. Uh, you know, this path I took, as you mentioned, coming from Evergreen Park, nobody played organized hockey, you know, at least in my era. So as crazy as it seems, it's, it's, I'm just proud of the fact that I've represented Chicago, and I think they, they appreciate the effort I gave when I had, you know, my seven, eight years here in Chicago and uh, the way they've received me. And not only because of the Jersey retirement, but since I've been back the past six years when Rocky brought me back, it's a great feeling to be able to walk the streets and, and people are just so nice to me and, and, and respectful. And, and, and that's how I grew up treating people. And it sure paid off because it's a, it's a heck of a feeling for me and my family. Hey, Chris, it's Mark Grody. Congratulations to you. Looking forward to uh, the, all of the festivities. And like David said, hearing about the festivities. But I think it's pretty perfect that Detroit is the team that is here to play the Blackhawks today because obviously Detroit played a significant part in your career. Did you ever think while you were playing for Detroit and there was that little bit of conflict between the fan base with the Blackhawks and you at that point that you would make it back to Chicago, play for the Blackhawks, and be having this day today? Because there were, there had to have been some sweaty moments with you or awkward moments at times with Detroit and the relationship you had with Blackhawks fans. Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the next 10 years has you know, had a lot to do with my longevity and, and, and having this career, but you're right. I wouldn't say it's a little, a little rivalry. I'd say it was a heck of a rivalry between the two cities. And, uh, you know, when I went there, people obviously didn't like me at all. And it took, you know, I think when we won the cup, that, then I became part of that Red Wings family. And, you know, all was forgiven. And then fast forward, you know, six, eight years later, the Chicago Blackhawks in 2010 win their cup and then go on to win two more cups. And by that point, I think all was forgiven. And at first I'm thinking, geez, I, I'm not going to have anywhere to live. I got Detroit that hated me. I got Chicago yeah, that hated me. But, so awkward. You know, I, I just kept playing long enough to where, you know, statute of limitations, they forgot about me for a while. And then when I did come back, finally, uh, it was good. They've, I've been received and they've forgiven and, and, and it's all good. And now I'm watching my buddy Patrick Kane I think he'll be received a little better than I was uh, because of what he accomplished here. Uh, but he's in the same boat, and someday, you know, he'll always be remembered as a Blackhawk. Uh, but for now, you know, he's, good, he's doing well. He is. He's coming in hot. The Red Wings are playing yeah. very well, and he's a big reason why, Chelly. All right, so on Wednesday, you sounded like you were still kind of 
smoothing out the rough edges of your speech. Maybe you weren't quite sure what direction you were going to go. How do you feel about it? How many times have you edited it? And what will we remember about it? I've been last four hours with my daughter, Kaylee, because that's all that money I paid for her at Northwestern to get her journalism <laughs> master. Uh, I figure who better, but, you know, it's a mess. I, you know, I'll be nervous for sure. It's, uh, how can you not be nervous on a, a day like this? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've had good ones. I've had, you know, not so good ones, but again, hope I'm just going to speak from the heart and it just kind of comes out of my mouth. It doesn't stumble out, but we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it to being over. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is an apt up day. I totally get what you're saying about that, that you're loving the moment, but it, it's a lot to take in. Um, the intro that they play with the highlights, the, the Pearl Jam bed underneath it, it sounded great. Whoever put that together, that was beautiful. Chris Chelios, good friends with Eddie Vedder. Is Eddie going to sing you onto the ice? I assume he's going to be there. Is he going to do a couple songs for the folks at the United Center? What's going on? What's Eddie's part today? You know what? Quite honestly, after what they pulled in September when they dragged me up on the stage when I thought I was doing a tribute to Rocky and had no idea that they were going to announce that I was getting my jersey retired, They've kept me in the dark, you know, and last night, Eddie, we had a, we had a party last night. And once again, I told Eddie, I just wanted him to come and enjoy it, but he can't help himself as a friend. He went up there and the friends, the family, he blew them away uh, last night. That, and that's what it's all about. You know, I had people in from all over and they had no idea Eddie was playing and he just jumped up on stage and killed it. So hopefully today at some point, you know, the fans are going to get a, a chance to see him. And I'm sure they will, but uh, I, I don't know what's in store, but I'm, I'm, I'm guess the Hawks. I didn't even want to go inside yesterday uh, to see all the, 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 the billboards and the signage. I wanted to be surprised when I walked in today. And, and I think it's going to be amazing because it's been a lot of work and the Hawks have been so supportive in everything. And, and, and I mean, I got over 300 people come to the game. It's crazy. Wow. wow. Yeah. I'm, also, yeah. I'm also getting unconfirmed reports, Shelly, that last night, you might have been singing as well, and Cindy Crawford might have been on the tambourine. What? Yeah, I hope there's no video, but chances are there is. So, <laughs> just I hope they don't. They don't I hope they don't show them at the game today. I hope they come out later. Is is Eddie <laughs> yeah, better that friend true. that that you get in trouble that gets you in trouble every? Because we all have that friend. Is that is Eddie that friend for you? Uh, honestly, no. Like I mean, I, I talked 20 years ago. If you you know when we were younger and a little more wilder and. But we never getting in trouble. In fact, you know, we we've, we've we've he never had security in the beginning, so we just kind of managed to go under the radar. And uh, but now he's larger than life, and it's a little tougher. And the the, the yeah. whole you know social media thing, and we're we're a lot more careful. But uh, yeah, it's a, you know I, I we like I, we like to go public, but we like to be private. And uh, again, there's not too much. We haven't had problems for years, quite honestly. Among those 300 friends, one um, Michael Jordan is another Wayne Gretzky. Will they be in the building? Michael will not. He sends his best. I had a nice conversation with him. But Gretz is here. Messier, uh, you know, one of my favorites, Brian Leach, Brett Hall, you know, the Blackhawks, obviously, Jarrah and that group. So there's a ton of, you know, there's a, you know Johnny Mack's going to come. I've known these people. That's the one thing, the benefit of playing as long as I did. These people you meet, how interesting they are. And, and not just the celebrities. I'm, you know, I'm going to have – Half of my, you know, block from 101st Street here. I got a ton of guys from Mount Carmel here, uh, so it's going to be great. 
You know, one of the things that happens, Chris, when you obviously are the breaking news today, you're the big news today, I should say, not the the breaking news, is we start to think about the the greatest American hockey players ever, and you are one of them. Patrick Kane is one of them. How much pride do you take in that, and uh, do you uh, do you have a ranking for yourself? I do not have a ranking, but when you when you get when you're talked about, like you say, one of the greatest. You're great. I guess, I guess if you're great, you're great. This is different, different times. I, I think I use Michael Jordan as a perfect example. You know, LeBron's trying to say he's the greatest. I don't know if Kobe ever said it, but, you know, it's just different times, different eras. In my heart, Michael is the best ever as far as a team player and everything he brought to the table and the whole picture. And uh, so, like I said, it, it just I, I'm, I'm proud to be American, that's for sure. Kaner, no question. You know, Mike Madonna right now has yeah. the most points. But the way Kaner's going uh, with the three cups and, and now, you know, still in the, not, not the prime, but still playing at a level, uh, I think Kaner will go down as one of the greatest players, barring any injuries. So, Shelly, we know you have places to go and people to see just a couple more minutes because one thing I unearthed or found that I didn't know about you in all of this, these tributes and all of this history do you realize you're still the all-time leader in penalty minutes for the Blackhawks? I do, but those are not quality minutes, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Every time we were losing, and you know, especially in the old stadium, I figured like, to give the fans something to talk about on their walk out to the car, just go grab someone or run someone, you know, get five minutes, ten minutes, and add them up. But you know, that's what I did. I felt like you know, if you didn't have a good game, at least you owed the, the people something. And and that's where those minutes piled up. I know, I don't know. It was Reggie Kerr had the record for a period, and I broke that. I felt terrible. He wanted to kill me. So, yeah, <laughs> I, not a good stat. But you know, that was kind of the Mike Keenan, Daryl Sutter days when we were, you know, just a wild, tough team. And that was all part of our stick. Do you have a favorite teammate of all time? Quite often, no, because I got along with everybody so well. Um, you know, I treated everybody the same, whether it was one of our star players or just a role player. So, you know, I got along with everybody and they'll tell you that. And I think that's, you know, you asked me what I was most proud of that, you know, the respect I had for my teammates and other, you know, other players from other teams. Um, I'm glad, you know, some of my favorites are here today for sure with Eddie, Tony Amante, Jeremy Roenick, Eric Weinrich, Keith Carney. So, and I, and I'm going to say it, I wish I could have had everybody on the ice for who I play with the Blackhawks, but it's just not possible. Last thing, Shelly, because I want you to be able to, to pay tribute to the Words family. I know we're good friends with your family. And this whole process started uh, before the late Rocky Words passed away. And I, that, that has to make it special and has to make you feel like, you know, that's someone who you will also remember today. Can you put into words what that relationship has meant to you over the years and how this began with you and Rocky and just an idea? Yeah, well, I'll go back further first. Uh, his father, Bill Words, he, you know, He's the one that made the trade. You get, you know, Mike Keenan obviously was orchestrated it, but at the end of the day, it was Bill Wirtz who brought me home to Chicago. And most of my, you know, dealings were with Bill Wirtz and Peter Wirtz at the time because Rocky was running the uh, Judge and Dolph liquor uh, distributorship that they had. And then, you know, you fast forward when Rocky took over and what he did for the team, what he did for the city, you know, learning from his father and then you know, changing a lot of things. And he, he called me a year before uh, that I, he hired me as an ambassador and just told me, you're ready, we're going to welcome you with open arms and you'll be a Blackhawk for the rest of your life. And it was just too good to be true. That, you know, they've done everything for my family. Even when I was playing with Detroit, they rolled out the red carpet for my parents, you know, to come to the games. And, 
and treat them like they got unbelievably. So now Danny's taken over, and I've got a great relationship with him too. But no question, Rocky, what he, you know, he did it in the liquor business, and, and then you know he came to the Blackhawks, promised them a Stanley Cup, and he delivered. So I, I owe everything to the Worst family, everything I have. You know, and, and, and now with my daughter, actually. You know, they, they bring my daughter into the broadcasting booth, and it's so much fun to be there and watch her. Uh, just, that's a dream come true. She does a great job. You are the best, Chris. We really appreciate all your time today and all season long as you join us on the Mullinghaw Show every Wednesday morning. Enjoy today. Savor every moment, and thank you so much. Thank you, you guys. Take care. Chris Chelios, number seven, going up into the rafters today, one of the all-time great Blackhawk players, certainly going to be recognized as such today. This is a celebration of Chris Chelios and that moment here at Kaiser Tiger 1415 West Randolph. Come join us. It's the Bet MGM special broadcast. We're talking hockey on the score, Grody. What's going on yeah, here? It's good, it's good hockey, too. It's good stuff. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Let's do that hockey. I mean, this is not something we'd spend a lot of time talking, but special, special occasions call for us to do special things, and this is one of those things. Also, we have to let people know, obviously, we are the flagship station for the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs overnight, as it would, you just knew this was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. We block off three hours for hockey. We got to talk about Cody Bellinger because it is the big story of the Cubs offseason, which apparently is over now because it doesn't matter. They got what they wanted. They got what they needed. Cody Bellinger is a Cub. The reports are three years, yeah, yeah. $80 million. There's a couple opt-outs. He's going to get $30 million per year for the next two, $20 million in the third if he's still here. Who knows what's going to happen, but I look at this as a testament of the patience of Jed Hoyer, the discipline of Tom Ricketts, and the way the Cubs waited out Scott Boris, the agent mm-hmm. for Cody Bellinger. They get Belly back. This is a celebration of Chelly and Belly. At Kaiser Tiger. So, <laughs> Shelly and Belly, baby. Too. Well, look, I, I am very happy they got the, the deal done with Bellinger. I was starting to sweat a little bit, I think, just like everybody else, with the prospect of, oh, my goodness, are they just going to depend on Pete Crow Armstrong to start this season or Brennan Davis or Mike Talkman? Like, at this point in the rebuild or the advancement of the Cubs, you cannot have that. But I will say this, too. Like, to me, it was essential. They had to get the, This is not a bonus. It, it can be celebrated right. that they signed him today. But this is something that they had to do. It was essential, minimal competency for this offseason. And I still wish that they had time, well, I guess they still do, to add more. Because I thought this would get taken care of earlier, and they could add more than just Cody Bellinger. But good for the Cubs to get the deal done. When today. you sign Craig Council to the richest contract for any manager in baseball in November. You create expectations that are oversized. And you think, like, maybe, okay, or you, you create the expectation that this is going to be the beginning of an offseason that's going to be very special. Exactly. And when the time kind of lagged, we started to get a little bit more anxious from the Cub fan perspective, and you started to get a little bit restless and maybe even say, hey, Jed, what's going on here? Do your job. When I think he did have the discipline to wait it out, and he got the deal that really, you look at it, Grody, in, in Major League Baseball, the way that salaries are right now, this is a bargain. And the Cubs have to feel very good about the numbers and the investment because it doesn't necessarily overextend them in terms of years. Mm-hmm. You mentioned PCA in center field. It allows them to have their prospects still on the right track. Be- let, them, let them develop exactly. And it gives Craig Council a lot of flexibility with the roster so he can do more with more. We know what he can do more with less, and now he's got Cody Bellinger added to a lineup that, to me, 
is now good enough to say you can win the NL Central. Well, you've got the belly there, and as you said, it's on a good contract. There's, the money still exists, so I'm so Matt Chapman still available right now to potentially play third base for the Cubs. Yep. You and I talked about it a little bit off the air, and I know this is something we can get into at another time or, or today. I am not thinking, I don't think there's any way that Christopher Morrell is actually the starting third baseman for the Cubs. You so, were more definitive so. than that off the air, but I think that you're <laughs> wise to soften that stance, Grody, because it could happen. It could happen, well, and it I, could be I, just fine. I it could be just fine. Just fi- so you want you're accepting just fine at third base. And when has he been just fine? He's just <laughs> fine at third he's base. He's going to hit 35 home I runs. I mean, I love the bat, I, and I love that they're thinking we've got to figure out a way to justify that and have him play somewhere. I am nervous with the idea, unless it's, he's going to play third base two or three times a week and maybe DH the other days. I could maybe live with that. Plenty of time to discuss the future of the Cubs now that Cody Bellinger is back. And we also are going to talk to Steve Larmer today. We're going to talk to Doug Wilson today. We're going to talk to Dale Talon today. We're going to have Steve Rosenblum stop by. And he's not going to suck No, not today. He's going to be a great guest. Not on this day. And we're going to talk hockey. But when we come back, we're going to set the table with the Chicago Cubs and what it means to get Cody Bellinger back with our baseball expert, Bruce Levine. It is a special broadcast here, talking hockey, and Chris Chelio celebrating number seven going into the rafters on 670 to score, Chicago Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Red's got two gift runs in the top of the inning. It's 5-2 Cubs. Bellinger drives one in the air. That'll get the momentum back for the Cubs side. Get out the tape measure. Long gone to right field. Off the video board. Bellinger with a long home run, and the Cubs lead 7-2. 
Welcome back to the BetMGM special celebration on the score for Chris Chelios raising his number seven jersey into the rafters at the United Center later this afternoon. But there's also big baseball news here in town because Cody Bellinger, thank you, Pat Hughes, for that highlight. Now he can hit another home run, and you can call another belly bomb because Cody Bellinger signed overnight with the Chicago Cubs, coming back on a three-year deal worth $80 million. Let's get some insight from our baseball expert, Bruce Levine. Bruce, thank you for joining us again. It's been a busy weekend. I know we talked about this on Inside the Clubhouse, and here it is. Overnight, the Cubs get their guy. What does it mean to this season in terms of expectations? Well, what it means to the season, and and again, uh, you and I uh, talked about it on Inside the Clubhouse a lot this winter, Uh, the fact that – they held to their guns. They held to what they wanted to spend. They held to their plan with their minor leagues. And the fact that they are flush with uh, great young prospects in the minor league that are outfielders. So this fits in perfectly with the plan of uh, the luxury tax, uh, spending, development of their farm system, and having a plan beyond 2024. Uh, this is perfect. and. It should work out great for Bellinger, who's going to make $30 million, which is a $13 million raise over last year. And uh, if he goes out there and has a great year, the Cubs uh, get a great deal for him, helping them uh, hopefully go to the playoffs. And he gets a chance at 29 to go out there in a new marketplace with uh, maybe more money for teams out there through RSNs that are available and be able to maximize – the fact that he's 29 coming off of two great years. You get that one deal done, and sometimes, Bruce, it leads to more. Anything left in the tank in, of, in terms of consequence, in terms of signings for Jed Hoyer now that no. Cody Bellinger is no, here? No, no. Wow, no. No, no. I mean, why? they're already over the luxury tax. Okay. So, so that's that. Okay. No, well, I mean, you know, you can – you can sit there and dream about uh, Chapman or dream about uh, J.D. Martinez, but that's that's not a part of the plan. The plan is right now to uh, augment uh, the roster with Bellinger being in there and their young players come through the system. They believe in their young players. They believe that Christopher Morrell is a 30 to 40 home run hitter every year. They believe that with an opportunity, he's going to be better at third base. Uh, he might not be Brooks Robinson. He might not uh, he might not be the best third baseman in the world, but you're going to find a place other than DH for a young guy at 25 years old to hit 37 home runs and drive in 100. So uh, going over the luxury tax is not not the idea. They're going to be over. They're already paying. They're going to be paying a uh, tax going into next year. How much more? You're going to have to leave some flexibility for Hoyer and for Hawkins to add to this team in the middle of the year or at the trading deadline. So uh, your, your money is not going to be spent right now. The plan is, you know, set right now. Uh, they have improved their bullpen. They have at least equaled or hopefully better their starting pitching beginning last year. So constituted right now, this should be with, without a lot of major injuries an 85 to 91 team. If that's the case, they'll be vying to win the division. Quickly, before we let you go, Bruce, we have Steve Larmer waiting, but I wanted to know your impression of this interpretation. 
This was Jed Hoyer winning a stare down with Scott Boris. This was Tom Ricketts showing good discipline in a negotiation with one of the most powerful agents in baseball. The Cubs won this one. Doesn't mean they're going to win the next one, but I look at this and say the Cubs' patience paid off, and you have to give credit to Hoyer and Ricketts. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, I look at it for a win for, for Bellinger, too. The $30 million is not a, it's not a bad <laughs> amount of money to be able to walk away from. The RSNs hurt Bellinger, okay? Uh, he would have gotten a five- or six-year deal from two or three other teams if all the other teams were not losing 60 to $80 million a year in TV money this year, like 15 teams are. So the marketplace was not there for him. Uh, the Cubs took advantage of it. They did a great job. I think it's going to work out for everybody. Bruce, thank you so much for your quick time this morning. We know, or this afternoon, the morning turned into afternoon very quickly because of all the breaking news. We will continue to get your insight throughout the week on the Mullen Haw Show and on all the shows, and, of course, next Saturday on Inside the Clubhouse. Thanks, buddy. Take care, guys. Bruce Levine, baseball expert. A little surprising that he was very quick to shut down the fact that this does not mean the Cubs are not now going to open the door for Matt Chapman, going yeah, to I, spend I, on I, another pitcher. I mean, we were just talking about how reasonable the contract is and the idea, okay, that there's still some money, but apparently there's not still money to spend. And, yeah, Bruce couldn't get that out of his mouth before I even <laughs> asked the question. What? That's it. No more. Bruce is not I mean, wasting any time because he knows this is a hockey show. <laughs> this is a hockey broadcast. We are at right. Kaiser Tiger 1415 West Randolph. Come and join us. Celebrate Chris Chelios getting his jersey retired today, later at the United Center, number seven, it goes into the rafters. It is a celebration of Chelly. So we're going from belly back to Chelly, and we're going to talk about Steve Larmer, what he remembers about playing with Chris Chelios and how he would put into perspective an ex-teammate achieving really hockey immortality. The nobody's ever going to forget Chris Chelios now forever. The number seven will hang in the rafters. Steve Larmer was a great, great, great Blackhawk from 1980 for about 12 seasons, and he joins us now. Steve Thank you for joining the score. How are you doing today? We're doing very good, thank you. So number seven goes into the rafters. Chris Chelios has been celebrated all week long in Chicago. What is your fondest memory of being Chris Chelios's teammate? Uh, just how you know he's such a great competitor. I mean, he just competed hard every shift, every period, every game, and uh, you know he came to work. Uh, you know, he never took a night off. He never took a shift off. He was just uh, the ultimate competitor and, uh, and a great teammate and somebody that was, uh, you know, you could learn a lot from and uh, it was lots of fun to be around. Steve, you once referred to Chris Chelios as a freak of nature, not normal physically or mentally. What did you see from him that made you say that? Well, just <laughs> his his workouts were a little unorthodox. You know, I mean, he was way ahead of the the curve uh, back back then. Obviously, uh, you know, you know, riding his bike in the sauna, and uh -huh. I mean, you know, paddleboarding in the ocean, and these unbelievable workouts through the you know Santa Monica Mountains that he used to tell us about, and uh, you know, he just really was a guy that uh, took great care of his body and uh, was able to play, you know, for, for 20 some odd years and, and uh, was a great player for that long. 
you played in 884 consecutive regular season games, and you're saying that Chris Chelios was the one in great shape. You must have been uh, done something yourself to be able to put yourself in that kind of physical condition. Were you guys good for each other in that way in terms of pushing each other as much as you must have? <laughs> no, my workouts were nowhere near what Chelios. I just was was very lucky to be able to play as many games as I could. Uh, no, Chelly, you know, he, he, he really put the time and the work and the, and the effort into it all and stuff like that. And uh, he was just a fabulous guy to, you know, be around and to pick his brain. And, uh, uh, you know, he was a great teammate and somebody that he always – he was a lot more fun playing with than he was against. He had a, a, you know, he had a nasty streak in him, and uh, he could play any kind of a game. He could play a finesse game. He could play a physical game. He could play a, a you know, a line brawl game or whatever you wanted. He he just he was adaptable, and he could play in any situation. And he could do many, 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 many things. Well, and that said, Steve, what what did a great defenseman? like Chris Chelios, mean to a great scorer as you were as well? What did that mean to have that guy, that presence, that stability? Well, you know, you didn't – when Chris was on the ice and whatnot, you didn't spend a whole lot of time in your own end. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, he was he – was, well, he was great at – he was a great defender. Um, you know, he was – I remember sitting on the bench many nights watching him and, and going, I can't believe this guy didn't beat him wide or whatever and whatnot. But Chris had this, could actually pick a step up when he would pivot to turn as opposed to every other defenseman in the league that would lose that half a step. Chelly was the one that was able to pick it up. He could do that better than anyone. And and uh, he just was a great defender. He was a really good skater. He was a smart player, and and he, you know, moved the puck out of his own end uh, as quickly as possible. Which, as a forward, is is all you can ask for, and because it's a lot more fun playing in the other team's end than it is in your own end. We're talking with former Blackhawk great Steve Larmer here on 670 The Score Special Broadcast, honoring Chris Chelios at Kaiser Tiger 1415. West Randolph in the West Loop, brought to you by BetMGM. So, Steve, when you look back at your time in Chicago, 1992 had to be very special a season because people who are now of a certain age, the younger hockey fans in Chicago, they forget that they didn't have, you know, they didn't used to win three cups in six years the way that we got spoiled in 2010, 13, and 15. What was 92 like for you, being Chelios' teammates? You guys were leaders on that team, and how special of a year was that? Well, I, I think that's the year that we went to the finals and we lost to Pittsburgh. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that, that was – I think up until that time, every team that we lost to in the playoffs uh, uh, got to play in the Stanley Cup, whether, whether they won the Stanley Cup or they got to the finals. I mean – uh, we lost to Calgary one year. I think they went on and and, and won it. Uh, Edmonton won what four and five years, um, and it was hard to get out of that uh, the Western Conference uh, with Edmonton being as good as they were for as long as they were. And uh, the one year Minnesota beat us out. I think '91 when we had a really good opportunity to go a long way. 
and uh, or that was maybe '93 after we went to the finals, and uh, you know they lost to Pittsburgh in the finals. So it was a real nice reward, you know, getting to you know that opportunity to play in the finals after you know being there for 11 years or whatever, and and finally getting that chance to to get to the finals with with all of the great teammates that we had. Yeah, it was a heartbreaker, too, because unfortunately that team, you guys were swept by Pittsburgh, which was, you know, all world as well at that time. But I was just thinking about it, too. You played, I think you played your entire career at the old Chicago Stadium. Is that right? Did you ever play in the United Center? Was it all Chicago Stadium? It was all the Chicago Stadium. What was that building like? Phenomenal. (laughs) It was a... Well, it was a special place to play. I mean, you know, we, I think in 1991, we had this, the uh, all-star game there and that was when desert storm was going on. And I don't, I don't think I can remember, you know, the national anthem, I don't think was ever as loud as it was during that time. And uh, it was just a, an incredible place to play. The fans seemed like they were sitting right on top of you. Uh, and they were actually part of the game, and uh, it was a, a cool place to play. It was a nice building. The you know the ice was a little bit smaller than it was in in most drinks, so you could kind of you know uh, put the team on the ice and had the best chance of winning in in that kind of a condition for the you know the forty or the forty two home games that you had. So it was a cool place to play. So, Steve, before we let you go, we are here because they're obviously retiring. Chris Chelios is number seven. The conversation then goes to, okay, who's next? Who would be the next guy, whether it's the you know, current or, or more recent to past or going back into your day to have his jersey number retired? We know there's been an online petition to try to get your number 28 raised to the rafters as well. How, what would that mean to you, and how much do you pay attention to that stuff? Well, I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to it. I mean, I'm up in Peterborough, so <laughs> I'm quite a ways away from, from it all. But uh, no, it would be a great honor, obviously, to, you know, have your number retired, especially with an original six team and, and the history that they've had uh, for as long as they've had. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy, really happy for Chelly. And I think that this is a real deserving moment for him being a, you know, born and born and raised Chicago kid and, and, and and whatnot. It's uh, it's an incredible it's an incredible time for him, and uh, I couldn't be happier for him. He's uh, the most deserving person I think of this that I can think of right now. Steve, thank you so much for your time and your memories and sharing them with us and the Chicago hockey audience. Uh, all the best. Well, thank you very much, Steve Larmer, former Blackhawk great, teammate of Chris Chelios. Doesn't do a ton of interviews, but I'm glad he did this one. Yeah, he was so great. And you talk about, we were talking about popular players. I think we're doing it off the air. But Steve Larmer, a little bit low-key popular, but, man, that dude was just consistent and a straight-up scorer. He's got a following. He, I mean, he does have a following. People in Chicago oh. appreciated the way he played just how you describe Absolutely. Everybody knows Steve Larmer, who is a Blackhawks No fan. doubt about it. He's Mark Grody. I'm David Haw. We are here, 1415 West Randolph, Kaiser Tiger. Come join us. Great place to celebrate Chris Chelios having his jersey retired. Bet MGM has done a terrific job putting this all together. We will be here until 3 o'clock, and then we will head over to the United Center because that's where the action will be. And then 5 o'clock, they're dropping the puck. Patrick Kane's in town. 
The Red Wings are in town, and they're coming in hot. We're going to talk about that and, and what you should wear and maybe shouldn't wear. You're coming in hot. To the game That's today. That's coming in hot. Hall's we'll, coming in hot. We'll, we'll do that when we come back. <laughs> it's Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. But I'm, I'm just pumped for the video tribute. Like, it's going to be pretty nasty. He had some, <laughs> he had some sick highlights here. I've watched every one of his mixtapes probably a hundred times. You surprised his heartbreak cell. He's so popular 11 years after he started it. Uh, no, I mean, I think you kind of pioneer something, and um, you know, it's pretty cool. So whenever someone does it, it's always traced back to him, which I think is, is pretty sweet. So um, he's got some, he's got some cool cellies, um, you know, in his ears. So you know, he's, he's an icon in the game. And he's someone that he's going to be remembered forever, and, and he's still playing at such an elite level. And he's still like point per game and and buzzing on that, on that team. So I mean, I love watching him play. I love following following what he does um, for the last. Whatever, 10, 20 years my whole life. Um, not 20, but. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the score special celebration of Chris Chelios having his jersey number seven retired. Sponsored by BetMGM today. We'll be here until 3 o'clock. Mark Grody, David Haw, talking hockey. We're talking hockey, Grody. That was Cutter Bedard talking about Patrick Kane. One great Blackhawk paying respect to another former Blackhawk, he's never going to feel like a former Blackhawk to me. Patrick Kane, I've been here 20 years in this market, and I have said this before, and I'll say it again today. Patrick Kane was the most exciting athlete that I've covered in town, consistently. He was my favorite athlete to cover of all Chicago sports teams. So today, we're going to see people who felt the same way, who fell in love with this guy who is, is magical, on the ice, does things with the puck that nobody else can do, except for maybe Connor Bedard, guys like that. Number 88 is a jersey we're going to see a lot today, Mark Grody, and I ask you this. If you had both, a 98 Bedard jersey and an 88 Caner sweater, what you wearing today? 88. You're going old school. Oh, absolutely. You're wearing the number and the jersey of the Red Wing that is going to be breaking your heart about 7.30. Hey, Oh, there's heartbreak with the Blackhawks this year. I don't <laughs> okay, think that we're. Not. I don't maybe think we're not. living like that. They've lost 11 out of 12. Black- like this is a this is a three-time Stanley Cup champion with the Blackhawks. He won the Stanley Cup with a goal in Game Six in Philadelphia in 2010. That goal, man. That that's you remember where you were. Jump out of your seats. Holy crap! That actually went in. He's a former MVP with the Blackhawks. I I think. It's an absolute no-brainer. No-brainer? It's a K- oh, 88 today. 88. 98 is a, I've seen here as people kind of walk in and out and start to arrive because the ceremonies at 3 o'clock down the street at the United Center, they're dropping the puck at 5. So we're going to be here till 3. I've only seen one Bedard jersey. I've I only be, seen there's one. a Bedard yes. back there in the corner. I see um, that. I want to tell you something right now, yeah. Ha. Uh, check this out, Ha. I think... <laughs> That even Connor Bedard would want to wear an 88 today. I bet he will bust He's out an 88. He's got Kane's mixtape. Wouldn't that? Yeah, he does have he his mixtape. I love that. <laughs> that was cool. He does have his mixtape. Yeah, that's the whole thing, man. Connor Bedard grew up watching Patrick Kane and got oh, sick, man. Another, you know, another 360 goal right there. But no, look, how man, many number I, sevens do you think will be? Mm, I, I think they'll be. Hey, look, man. 
like looking around this bar right now, I I've seen there is there is a Chelios up at the bar. There's a Makita over there. Uh, allegedly, according I think it was according to Ryan Porth who was here as well. There was a Jocelyn Tebow jersey as well. A goalie that's, for, for everybody that's out there. Real, that's the, going yeah. in the weeds. Yeah, wow. yeah, that, that that's is going, deep. That's deep level. Well, you go to Blackhawks games, man. There's there's pretty the. The, his, the old guard is pretty well represented. No doubt about it. But I do think that today, if you are at the game, it's going to be 88s, 98s. Uh, those two will probably be the top two, and then probably Our seven. Our Brandon Fryer, who's keeping us sounding as we are sounding, yeah, with the back at the studio, bets. is wearing a number seven in honor of Chris Chelios. But really, it's because Mount Carmel. The Mount Carmel, <laughs> Chris Chelios, Brandon Fryer connection. That's oh, why he's wearing number I seven. I didn't know he was a Mount Carmel yeah, guy. Right. Well, he's, he's killing it back there, man. I, I, hey, Fryer, I'm hearing all that Pearl Jam. I'm hearing all of it. It's, it is circulating through my audio system every time you play it. And I know it's for Chelios, but it feels very good. So whatever you wear, you're going to fit in because there's going to be a lot of attention. Somebody who has been around Blackhawk hockey for a very long time referred to today's game as the most – significant game at the United Center, and I think maybe in terms of interest, in terms of buzz, in terms of all that we're doing there today. He said that it was the most significant hockey game the Hawks have played in since they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning in 2015 and clinched the cup on home ice, which was a memorable, magical day. Nine years ago. That was a long time ago. They haven't had many moments since, but that seemed to be a little... We're talking about a regular season game in February. Because of, because Kaner is here and he's going up against Connor Bedard and the symbolism that Kaner, exists. Kaner, Bedard, passing of the torch, Chelios being here, 300 of his famous friends There's in the building. Gretzky's going to be here, the great one, for goodness sakes. Yeah. Have some respect, Grody. No, no, I hey. Mean, the great I, one. Uh, no, I think there's here's what it is. There's a lot of majesty to today's I'm game. This is the most hockey ma- majesty. That's what it is. Like in terms of this is the biggest <laughs> actual game yes. that has been played. No, there's going to be standing ovations. It's going to be in terms of an actual game. The game's going to be clunky. All right, let me say this. Okay. Let me let me rephrase it then. See if you agree with this. Okay. This is the greatest buzz a last place team will create. <laughs> the, 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 no I other have, last place team I, has created this big of a buzz probably in the last generation. I have no choice but to accept that. <laughs> yeah. That of, of course that they should. Be. That's what I saying like drive it in here today it's nice to feel a little bit of buzz a spark some energy on the west side of our great big beautiful city and to and to lot look hey the, this Blackhawks core of fans as loyal as any in Chicago they did see a lot of winning for a long time with the three cups but now it's been a little while and it, it's, 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 it's starting to hurt time. a little bit I mean you have Bedard to stimulate the whole thing and maybe make it worthwhile this year yeah but I, I do I am at the point of missing the Blackhawks being good the organization organization's been through a lot both on and off the ice it's it's winning time it's time to feel good about the Hawks again. It's okay to feel good about the Hawks again. They have cleaned things up. They have cleaned people out. So mm-hmm. now it's all about 98. It's all about Connor Bedard and what he brings in terms of promise, what he brings in terms of excitement and credibility, and what he will bring maybe in terms of free agents and also the prospects that are along the way. I think that, and I said this earlier in the week on the Mullane Haw Show, if you, I, I wouldn't have to be here too long in a hockey environment to, to convince myself and then to convince you that the Hawks, the Hawks could be among, we talk about the Cubs. I think the Cubs are on the right trajectory now. They get Cody Bellinger back. That's I agree. a great re-signing. I agree with that. Then to me it's the Hawks. The Hawks in terms of 
healthy organization on the way to a championship and closer than any other of the Chicago teams in town. Why do you hate Ryan Poles? I don't hate Ryan Poles. I don't hate Ryan Poles. How show, can you say the show me, show me the Bedard. Show me who that is going to be. Well, Maybe it will Caleb be Caleb Williams. Williams. I think that that's Maybe what I'm saying. They, I mean, if you're trying to play the anticipation game organizationally. You've got to in Chicago. What other well, game no, no, play? I love the game. No, Everybody I, loses I, I, the other game. No, it's actually one of my favorite games, the game that you're playing right here. I'm shocked, though, that you went Blackhawks. And I'm willing to listen to the debate, but I'm just not sure what. I mean, you have Connor Bedard in place, but what other assets and all of that do you have going forward like the Bears have right now so i would put the bears ahead of the blackhawks okay. right now i would put the cubs ahead of the blackhawks right now i would not put the chicago white Sox ahead no. of the, the black and i was saying that they're the margin of error or like the distance is great with the blackhawks but i can't sit here and put promise ahead of of in terms of the blackhawks ahead of the bears you're just mr bears that's okay uh, yeah, 847 raises an interesting point we'll get to later i don't think we have enough time to now plus we're going to talk to doug wilson in a moment 847 texter it feels awkward that they are retiring jersey number seven without any mention of Brent Seabrook, who won three rings. That's a very good point. It's a very uncomfortable thing maybe to bring up today, but I don't think it's uncomfortable necessarily because it's there. He also wore number seven. Chelly was before that. And we can talk about That's all this thing. Because you know, Brent Seabrook was the most underrated aspect he was great. of those championship teams. Maybe Corey Crawford could, but, you know, Seabrook won three, mm-hmm. Crawford won two. Yeah, Duncan Keith was the loud, I mean, that figuratively, he was the best. He was a Hall of Famer. He's no doubt Hall of Famer. He was better, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that and debate that maybe later, but when we come back, Doug Wilson. Doug Wilson is not only a great hockey executive, not only a great hockey Hall of Famer, but he's a great former Blackhawk, and he's going to talk to us about Chris Chelios. We are at Kaiser Tiger, 1415 West Randolph, celebrating Chris Chelios and his jersey number seven being retired. Thank you to Bet MGM for setting this all up. Mark Grody and David Haw will come back talking to Doug Wilson here on 670 The Score. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. 
Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.